Hey everybody and welcome to Maximum Libertarian. I'm joined by the one and only Randy. Uh, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? Doing good. So this is your first podcast and I'm, I'm glad you were able to come over and do it with me. You're helping me with this uh, machine, trying to get the headphones and microphones right. Yeah, if I'm of any help, I might freeze up while we're doing this, but since it's my first time, I hope people will excuse that. Uh, they will. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. The thing that I wanted to talk about today is uh, Donald Trump over the weekend. He put out the that it's a that the New York District Attorney, I guess New York City District Attorney, mm-hmm. is going to be filing charges, indicting. I him. believe it's the city, not the, but. It's it not could the attorney be the, general. It, it could be the state. Um, well, but it, regardless, it's not federal. Right. So Alvin Bragg is going to be calling him out saying, hey, let's we're going to get you. We're going to uh, indict you on a felony charge. They're going to perp walk him, do the mugshot tomorrow at some point, possibly. Well, the problem with the whole shebang is they're being bass backwards about it mm-hmm. because... Normally, you have a crime, then you find the person. They found a person and looked for a crime, which that goes totally against everything in this country of innocent until proven guilty and all that. It's it's a total uh, political witch hunt. They're just after him because he has different views than them. Do you think, real quick, Elon Musk has come out, Jimmy Dore, Tim Pool, several people who have bigger voices than this, have come out and said that if it happens, he gets arrested, that means 2024 is a landslide victory for Donald Trump. Do you feel that, or do you feel that... Most likely because uh, Trump supporters believe because they got fed up with the Republican Party of just being lockstep along with anything Democrats would want to do. Trump comes along and the way his supporters are looking at him is the people that are our enemy is coming after him too. So he's standing between us and them and he's the only one doing it. That being the case, if they go after him, then that pretty much uh, checks off and verifies everything that everybody's been thinking all along that they're out to get him and they're out to get us and it's us versus them thing, then they will come over to him in swarms. Do you, why is it that he continues to go back to the people that turn on him uh, that have routinely done things to harm his own, during his time as president? And let me give you an example. We'll use Lindsey Graham. Uh, he did a South Carolina rally. Lindsey Graham's there. But Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, all those folks were, they worked just as hard as the Democrats making sure that he was not powerful, that he did not accomplish anything. Well, he went there to drain the swamp, and they are part of the swamp. They attacked him so much. He was attacked more than any other president in the history of the country. And there's no doubt about that. He he was 98% or more negative coverage on him every day from the time he came down the escalator to the time he got out of office. 
And they're still keeping it up because they're scared to death of him. But they are part of the swamp that he's trying to drain. And they're in there just for looking out for them, themselves and political power. Just like a, a, we were talking earlier, the, no one is representing Republican voters. And that's what Congress, the House of Representatives, all of these politicians need to remember. They work for us. We do not work for them. And they go in there and they're doing whatever they can to get their money from lobbyists or whatever. And they want to stay in power. Their goal is once you get elected, get reelected and be damned with anybody else. Right. Their, their loyalty is to lobbyists and not the people that they are supposed to be representing. If he was to get back into the White House, what do you expect to happen? I mean, you had four years of complete madness. The media was, I mean, they just made up, look, mainstream media is, they are, they are bought and paid for by the pharmaceutical industry, mm-hmm. by the war machine, people like that. What do you expect to happen? I mean, there's a lot of, let me go on a second. Uh, There's a lot of people who have told me that if he gets the nomination, they're just like, I just can't do it again, that they're not going to uh, vote for him, that they would consider voting libertarian uh, or someone other than Trump. They're not saying they would vote for the Democrat, but they would be looking for other options outlets because of the violence and all that stuff well what what do you think would happen what is different in this go around is last election we just got out of they primaried out a bunch of rhinos and the a good number of people that got elected are basically trump supporters and then i expect it to happen again next election with the presidential election and it will be totally different when he goes in there this time he will actually have some support because when he went in there before even the republicans were against him about the first four or six months but he had the white house he had the senate and he had the house so but the house and the senate wouldn't do anything I, i know that that's why i'm saying it don't seem like there's not going to be much of a difference if he was to get reestablished. I haven't heard him say, like, I think he has said something about getting rid of CIA, FBI, maybe, or defunding. Well, F- FBI has been in on all of this of hiding Hunter Biden laptop and saying all of this stuff is uh, uh, Russian bullcrap, which has all come out verified it's a lie. Mm-hmm. But the, they got the election results they wanted, so they can come out, oh, we might have made a mistake. Well, you got to figure. Joe Biden has had two elections now where the media has come out and uh, they have held off from saying anything. They the twenty twenty yeah, they held off from saying anything about they and they they and with big tech they had the fact that Hunter Biden laptop was legit. And then this past election, what was the big thing? They 
they sat on it until after it was over. Um, the quid pro quo with the Ukraines and the firing yeah, the that, prosecutor that was after Hunter Biden. But that was when he was vice president. Yeah, I don't know if they can go. And back see, that, that that's the thing. He legitimately did what they accused Trump of doing right. during a phone call. Oh, absolutely. But Biden actually did it, right. and he gets a free pass because he's on their side. Right. Well, he, they're wearing his their jersey, so you're you're absolutely right. Um, do, do does it give you any hesitancy if Trump got the nomination to vote for him? Well, if you look, or at, do you think you would double down and be like, because look, and I'm telling you right now, the twenty Republicans that stood up to Kevin McCarthy in the House, I was telling the guy at work, I said. Anyone that supports these folks, what they're doing, better right now get their checkbook out, write them a check because they're going to need money, and they're also going to need um, support, either making phone calls, knocking on doors, whatever. So, because in the last election, you know, Mitch McConnell withheld funds from individuals like Dr. Oz, Blake Masters, mm-hmm. Even though I would have voted for the Libertarian, it don't matter. The fact of the thing is, he was withholding this when he should. He he gave up his own power to make sure Donald Trump backed candidates were not funded until either late in the race when it was going to be a lot less effective. Since mm. now we've got this voting starting in mid September, yeah, and you don't have the first debate. Until mid October, well, also or last October, or last of October, they're not making sure also of these, uh, like the mail-in ballots and uh, drop boxes and all this crap. There's no chain of, of, um, uh, like you actually have it, and that's why when two in the morning, oh, I'm a hundred thousand votes behind. Well, look here. We just happened to find 100,000 votes. We're neck and neck again. And then, oh, but there's no corruption going on. I think there's always been corruption in votes, in, in elections. It just bugs me that the Democrats and Republicans, well, I'll, I'll, put, I'll throw them in there, but especially the Democrats right now, like you would want to make sure the integrity of the election is good. So if it's a whoever owns the vote machine, which I don't want to say their name just because since they're suing Fox News, mm-hmm. um, but uh, if you said if you if you have election machines, check it. Let people try to hijack it. Let's see if there's have an open source well, election. It's like with uh, what Carrie Lake in Arizona, of in her districts Republican districts. Right, the those papers. machines happened to go down, coincidentally. Well, they also had the papers were printed yeah. improperly. Yeah. Uh, now, you know what it said is Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, he uh, was also the state secret secretary of state, like she was. Uh, what's her name, Hobbs, mm-hmm. down there, and uh, she. So in turn. It was on like she, when you when you're running for an office, and if you're involved with the election, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, or since that's who's in there, they uh, 
You should be, you should almost like, all right, I've got to step down for the next three months. Mm-hmm. You don't, you should not be in charge of, hey, there was a mess up. Let me go. I'll have to yeah. be the one involved or people in my, your, your people that you work with are already going to be counting. It's, a, it's like a football team and they're their own umpire. Right. So, well, um, how many football teams have umpires? I don't know. Just ones in Transylvania. But, <laughs> but the, the thing is, though, what you were saying earlier from this last election, the Republicans aren't lockstep in with a power structure and status quo of all of how it's been all along. If you just look at what it took for the guy to get finally nominated as uh, head of the House. Kevin McCarthy. Because, I mean, it, he was like, it's it's my turn and I'm a shoe in. And well, the new guys come along and are like, no, we want this and we want that. And normally they would be like, hey, you're the new guys. You just sit down and shut up and do what you're told. And they're like, no, we represent these people. This is what we're going to do. So they're actually doing their job like they're supposed to. And I think it's going to happen more so next election. I hope you see more Republicans actually be Republicans what's written on the paper and not just. But well, I think what happens is I think everyone truly goes there to be different, make a difference but in it, the it, good sense. Not well, at first. I, I, I and mean, then they get corrupted. I, I don't but, think it takes that long to get corrupted. You're but right. that, see, that that's why Trump was such a threat because he did not need money from payoffs. And that he didn't take a check while he was in office. And if you look at, I would say not only presidents, anybody that's ever been elected, ever, he did what he said he was going to do. Right. If, if you wrote down everything that he said he was going to do, you could check it off like a checklist. He did it. Yeah. Everybody else, they go in there, they make all these promises every four years to this group and that group, and they'll forget them to the next election, and all these people forget that they're ignored and they're taken for granted. But we have to vote this way. And like Trump said, what have you got to lose? Oh, I think that was probably one of the, his best lines was when he said that, was, uh, you know, if when he went to the black church and he's like, you've been voting Democrat all this time, vote me for four years. What what else do you got to lose? Vote me out in four years and we're good to go. He's the only guy that I've seen who's in, who got more votes with Spanish folks with or Hispanic votes with black Americans. I think he he lost white Americans. Well, it was touch and go because uh, <coughs> Hillary carries tobacco tobacco sauce in her purse. Right. So but that that's always a good. Thing. I ain't no ways tired. Uh, yeah. She's such a wonderful lady. Yeah. Um, what scares you more? Uh, knowing the p- potential of riots in the street, like we had when we had the Summer of Love back in 2020, or knowing there's corrupt DAs so you're not getting a fair shake. Well, and that's, that's, a, that's throughout the country. We've if, now if proven, you, if you're you proven look, guilty until, or, or you're guilty until proven innocent. If you well, if you're on the wrong side of the aisle, because others, it didn't matter who you killed, what you burnt down, you, you had every right to do it. Right. But in both cases, they are connected. 
the riots and the DAs that re- refused to uh, prosecute, they were all backed by George Soros. Okay. Why would you have riots with pallets of bricks strategically set out at spots throughout where they were getting ready to go burn down buildings and stuff? They were put there. Well, I had more of an issue with Antifa and like when they would go into the communities that were they don't even live. And I just remember down in Atlanta and a lady was lighting a she was lighting that Wendy's on fire and uh the guy was filming her and he goes, Why are you doing this? And she's like, Well, we're doing this for you and he's like, Hey, get out of here because you, they're just gonna blame us. And, you know, there's a lot of people in the black community that, you know, that get in, that, that gets infiltrated by the Antifa and people. Well, that, that happened on January 6th, too. Well, oh, They I were see. also infiltrated. Oh, yes, they but, were. But if, if you look at uh, Antifa, it's supposed to be anti-fascist, you could not get more fascist than how these people oh, are. Oh, I, I totally agree. Because the, the, the brown shirts in Germany would try to shout down people in colleges and wouldn't let them talk or got them kicked off campus and try to threaten and intimidate them. Right. Who does this now? Antifa. Well, I guess in the end, for me, I kind of worry more about, like, you want to go by the rule of law. So if something happens, you're going to reach out. Like, hey, I, I know if I call the police, if they get charged, they're going to have something come up. But now... It worries me that you're having a banana republic mm-hmm. with politicians, if I agree with them or if I don't agree with them, getting charged and it's looking. So how, if, as you said earlier, what's going to say that he's going to, that, it, it, look, you can, you can think it's going to stop with Donald Trump. It's not. It's well, going to come it, to. It, it's not going to stop, but he's a good speed bump. He he's going to. They would come to me. I mean, they'll come my, to you. They'll come to my. Whoever. My hope is the way I'm looking at it. Trump needs to get reelected to have an actual term. His first term was wasted. The Democrats saw to that. Have an actual term. Then once he is finished, then DeSantis comes in for two terms. Do you know anybody else besides? They're right now, obviously, the top front runners for the Well, Republican DeSantis nation. is the only governor or anybody in politics that has been able to get rid of a Soros-backed uh, DA or judge. Oh, really? He, he, he's gotten one out of office. Hmm. Nobody else has been able to do that. Do you know of any of the other candidates that have declared? Nikki Haley, you've got... Um, my, now, I'll tell you who my personal favorite is, and I think he sounds wonderful... If is Ramaswamy, Vika, Ramaswamy, he's a businessman. Now at CPAC, which I hear it was very boring and all that good stuff. But that being said, when you listen to him, if you go to Twitter, go to his Twitter. Uh, I, I wish I knew the his uh, handle. Mm-hmm. And look, look at his videos. He was calling for every Nikki Haley, uh, uh, DeSantis. He was calling on every Republican to today denounce what's going on with Donald Trump. He's like, even though I'm running against Donald Trump for the nomination, I'm call- I'll- He's like, if if there would been if George Bush would have arrested John Kerry back in twenty 20- in two thousand four, the place would be going nuts. Well, the, the the thing is, 
I mean, one, the Republicans should do that, but the Democrats should too. Every person in office right now, whoever they're representing, should contact them and ask them, do you support the Bill of Rights or not? Right. And that that should be your guide on if you vote for them again. Because the people who are doing this witch hunt going after him, they damn well don't support the Bill of Rights. They damn well don't support the Constitution. Mm-hmm. So that that's what this country's built on. Right. So if they don't support it, when you go into office, you swear to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go in there and you do your damnedest to undercut the Constitution, that's not defending it. Right. So in my mind, every one of these people are traitors. Yeah. Well, you could just do other things. I mean, if you got insider trading, if you've got the war machine, um, you got a lot of stuff out there that you can make uh, more... More, more that you could you could charge almost every person in Congress with some type of felony, probably that me or you well, that, would be that, in jail. That's another thing. It is wrong for politicians to pass laws that pertain to us, but they're exempt from. Oh, that totally agree with that one. Every law should pertain. To anybody inside the borders of the United States or any of their territories. Right, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. So, so you're Trump or nothing? Who, or, or would you, or is DeSantis, is there any, is Nikki Haley a no-go for you? Who else, is there anyone else that's declared? I know Nikki Haley, Vic, Ramaswamy, uh, DeSantis is just, you know, there's the rumor and then Trump. You know, no one people, else has done people it, are trying. Oh, Pence. Pence is. I think he's going to be a flop. He's boring. People are 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 trying to push DeSantis, but people in Florida love him to death, and he he's got a real good thing there now, and he's he's setting a good example for the other Republican governors to have a backbone. Yeah, yeah. So he is. If he cares about the country, he's best suited where he is for now. Mm-hmm. Then let let Trump go in and do his thing. These other people that are would stand a good chance, pick one of them for the vice president. Right. Because there's nothing that says he has to pick Pence again. So, and get Nikki Haley or whoever. I If I was Trump right now, if he gets the nomination... I would speak to Ramaswamy. I'm telling you, that guy sounds good. I need to look more into him because... Um, I haven't heard anything he said. I'm so shocked you I, have I have no... You just, n- you, nothing to say one way or the other because I, I don't know. Right. Well, I, I'm, I'm telling you, he's a very good guy. And, and, and once again, I'm picking a guy that got 2 or 3%. He's single digits... At CPAC, but he sounded good. I thought he, um, well, uh, so so was uh, 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 Kamala Harris, and she she was like two percent. And well, then, then since uh, India is now Africa, she gets voted in and gets that vote. Mm-hmm. Well, Kamala Harris, New, New, New Delhi is. 
Africa, right? It is. Uh, (laughs) Kamala Harris was a horrible individual who should have never been elected to the U.S. Senate, and she should have never been even considered to be the nominee. That was a straight up, we need someone to check a box. Yeah. I think, and probably the Democrats truly wanted Mayor Pete to be their nominee, uh, but once he got onto the big stage, he flopped. He's going to he's flopping right now as the transportation secretary mm-hmm. with this uh, train derailment. Yeah, what what was it like ten days before they even showed up? I think it was twenty, if I, if memory serves. Um, but Trump was there. I know, and Trump looked good, and he went there. And you know, people shit on him because he took McDonald's. And he had that wonderful line he was telling the reporters he probably knows the McDonald's menu better than any of them. That That's a real American working class move. It was like when, you know, people laughed at him about eating ketchup on steak. But mm-hmm. the whole idea is ketchup on steak, a lot of guys... And, you know, who aren't billionaires and millionaires, mm. they would eat ketchup on a steak. So when you're hearing this media laugh at that, mm. they're like, hey, why are they laughing at it? Yeah, but, well, they're elite. Right. So. <laughs> That's all that is. And um, Trump did a wonderful thing there. Uh, Benny Johnson, I think his name is. He's a YouTuber, podcaster. He went up there and gave $20,000. So he took $20,000 and he gave... A thousand dollars to diff like people close to the area. The mm. government had it done it. That's being a libertarian when you go out and you do it out for yourself. Yeah, and um, well, see, that's the way it's supposed to be, right? And instead of, as as like the Democrats are compassionate, if they pass laws for them to basically take your money at gunpoint, which is what taxes are and spend your money to help somebody else, then they're compassionate. Right. So, and instead of digging in your own pocket and handing it to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I, when I, when I became a libertarian, the whole idea of being a libertarian is to me is to, to break free of being controlled by the government and standing up, you know, food, because we're having a lot of issues with the food or drinking water and things of that mm-hmm. nature. And that's what I like when I see <coughs> people stand up. And I should have just coughed right into the microphone. Uh, that would have really have helped the views. Uh, but I like when people do that. So what do you think would bring you... Is there any way that you would say, all right, in 2024, what would bring you to a vote a libertarian? Real quick. I know we're going to change gears now, so all, that's what we'll ask. All along, my problem with libertarians has been their views on drugs. Uh-huh. And I I can't see... I know the argument of all this was illegal back in cowboy days and all, all this stuff, and you could do whatever. People are so darn stupid now. I I don't think it's a good idea to just open it up to anything and everything that people want to take. Now, granted, that might weed out all the idiots, mm-hmm. but I I I don't think it's a good thing. Is that the only thing that holds you back? That's the main thing that holds me back. Really? 
So prostitution is pretty cool. Hell yeah! Imitation. I'm glad you you told people that was an imitation. Well, uh, hopefully, no, well, I don't want them to think it's uh, me. Well, the thing <laughs> is, uh, like when it comes to legalizing, legalizing uh-huh. drugs, uh, prostitution, there's a lot of stuff that worries me. That if it becomes legal, you would turn into Portland or uh, Seattle or look, look at videos on of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always would love if I hope, hopefully one day there is a time machine so we can go back in time. And the first thing I'm going to do is show people like uh, if I can go back to the early 1900s, I'm going to show them Avengers Endgame and say this is the future. And uh, that's that's my plan. And then I would use the time machine once again to go back even further to pick up like Washington and Benjamin Franklin and bring them forward and show them where the country. Well, they goes. would be censored on Facebook and Twitter and everything else, and the media would trash them all to hell. And right. if, if he tried to cross the Potomac, they'd sink his boat and everything else. And anybody that's actually patriotic and for this country, they have for more hate. Yeah, so that's that's what I would hopefully we can get uh, when I look uh, next time. Will you please cough into the microphone? <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, you know, but I, I I just think, and I'm not wiping it off either. <laughs> Good. I don't fear COVID. Uh, I don't. That, see that that's another thing that was all made up. All right. Well, hold on. Let, 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 where were we at? We were talking about. Oh, legalization of drugs, uh, prostitution, things of that nature. I cannot, even though I'm a libertarian, I can't say that I would want it legal, but I understand. I think there's ways that we can do it to make it legal. Well, you can make stuff legal, and it don't mean you're going to go do something. If I say, well, hey, heroin's legal, I leave like, uh, the Well, that, that's been an arg- argument for a lot of things all along of, oh, it's legal. Something being legal doesn't make it right. Right. And I understand that. So yeah. in turn, we've got stuff now like in Mountain Dew. We've got the FDA that says, hey, we're here to protect you. But they keep giving, saying, oh, we're going to co-sign on that. We're going to give it, oh, it's healthy for you to take or put into your body, um, eat. And, you know, that's my thing is let's make, if, I, I would not want to see any of, one that I know become a prostitute. That being said, if they did become a prostitute, if they if it was legal, if something happened to them, they could go to the law. They could. Um, but here we go again with prostitution. Legal countries that have legalized prostitution have higher human trafficking, and we mm-hmm. already have an issue with human trafficking. So, yeah, which is why we need to close the border. Yeah, well, that's a whole that's a whole another subject too. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of them coming across are sex traffickers. Not all of them. I think these people are not families. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not debating that. I do think it's an act of war. I think. I. I think when you infiltrate a country with, um, and, and what what would happen is you break the system. I think I have no well, issue with immigration when it because. We need people. There's a lot of hard workers. 
there are people that want to that are fam that are family. Okay, um, they're hard they workers. They were in Afghanistan so, that we left, and once again, I'm I'm totally clear. So in turn, we need to make the it, we need to know who's coming in, and that way, mm-hmm. if if the folks get here, okay, they work. If you want to go home, they're well, able to get home that, and not be like, because oh, I, I know I know an illegal back from years ago where I used to work. And his dad died. Name names. Oh, I'll name names. <laughs> but he couldn't go back to Guatemala because um, he was illegal. So if he went back, he would have to figure out well, how to get back. And that, like, oh, that was one of the things that Trump did was he had it to where they would stay in Mexico. Right. And they would have all their paperwork and everything filed and everything they're supposed to do done there. Then when they came in, they're legal the second they cross the line. Well, and, I, and I would prefer that, but you but, have people. But Biden that, got rid of that day one. I, I, well, Biden's an idiot, but you have more people fly in on student visas, work visas that overstay that than run across mm. the border. So in turn, if you really wanted to have an immigration discussion, I I think that's something we need to have. The problem what we're having is it's easier to have a boogeyman than to actually fix the problem. It's almost well, that's, like that's the medical... It's, absolutely. It's like the medical industry. You know, uh, it's... You can't you can't make a profit with a cure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the same but, way. You the, can't make a profit if you cure immigration. That, that's the thing I've, I've always said w- with cancer. Uh, they probably got the cure. But they're not paid for a cure. They're paid for research. Absolutely. And also, when a bad thing is, because they're researching it, if you say, hey, let's talk about global, we'll we'll just stick with cancer. You want me to find the answer you're looking for. If Mm -hmm. I came up and went, no, this is causing cancer, or no, it's not causing cancer, whichever one you want, that's the one I'm going to give yeah, depending you. on because, how much money's thrown at Because yeah. otherwise, I'm not going to get the money yeah. to, to continue my research mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm not finding what you want to hear. Yeah. You know. Um, what do you think about the banking issues and things of that nature? They screwed up last time when they said they're too big to fail. Right. They should have let them fail. Do you have any Bitcoin? No. Do you like crypto? What no. do you think of it? To me, since it's basically it doesn't exist. What's the dollar? Does it exist? <laughs> well, you can actually hold one in your hands, but it's well, not it's not worth anything. Yeah, anymore. you can hold that piece of paper you got right there in your hands. It's like how the the government does now of they they just print more money. It, it reminds me of a. a bumper sticker that reminded me of someone that says, "I can't be broke. I still have checks left." Well, the, all they do is, is we're not broke. We just print more money. And then the people don't realize that they're just devaluing everything. We need to go back to the gold standard. Right. Or something similar. You have something backing our dollar besides our promises. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to someone talk because, um, you know, since they borrow off our debt, there's absolutely no way they can pay down the debt. Mm-hmm. If even if they took and said, "All right, every money, every single dime we bring in in taxes, 
will not go to pay for infrastructure, or Social Security, or anything. It's going to pay off the debt. It would well, take like ten years just to pay off the, what what's what's what they tell you's out there. And instead of the budget like they do, of it must be increased a certain percentage of whatever department every year, because if you don't get that increase, then the media calls it a cut. Right. Even though people went 10 years without a pay raise, nobody said you got a pay cut. Right. So it's, it's a double standard. But what they should do with the tax money comes in, every place the money goes, mm-hmm. you delegate a percentage of what comes in. It's like, if you think defense is important, they get 25% of the budget. Right. And then, if whatever, if it goes up one year or if it goes down one year, you got 25%. Mm-hmm. No deficit will ever happen then because like everyone else across the country that has to live within their means, the government will be doing it too because they'll have a budget of percentage, not numbers. Right. I'm in agreement with that. So is there anything else that worries you right now? I know you probably don't worry. You probably just sit at home. And... The indoctrination that goes on in schools, the media that uh, does not report news anymore, they, they are all uh, editorials. And, and they're, they're not telling you what happened. They're telling you what to think. And that, that's not news. Right. And this... The dumbing down of America. If you watch, there's so many videos of... They asked a bunch of high school students in Texas mm-hmm. what country borders the United States to the south. It's like 80% of them got it wrong. I'm like, my God. There's people, they couldn't tell you who the president is right now. They couldn't tell you why we celebrate the Fourth of July. I think I think a lot of times, I would find people would know like the big one, like president, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't know who the vice president is. It's just like knowing they might know the governor, but they don't know who the attorney general or the vice or the lieutenant governor is. Well, they need to stop in schools trashing America, where anything and everything that's ever happened bad in the history of the world is caused by America or white males. They need to get off of that and quit doing the hate. Let go of the racism. Let go of the sexism. And it's just, it, it, it's pitiful. Right. I'm, I'm, so that's all that's worried you. But that's the last thing. I was like out of in, the indoctrination of just kids and adults everything because when I watch uh, Facebook when I watch Twitter well, look at Twitter and all that stuff the open hostile attacks that seem to be just fine and dandy with people well and they don't get upset about it at all and it's not just against Trump it's against people across the when you said open country. hostile attacks what I thought yeah. about is we have gotten to a point in this country where human life does is not precious so war well, is fine uh, when we celebrate abortion, 
look, I know me and you have discussed abortion on numerous occasions, and um, I'm I'd be anti-abortion, but I understand if that I think there's like a two or three percent chance that there might be a reason for an abortion. Um, I get that, um, but overall, I'm totally I can't I can't I would never but 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 if that's a human life, so. It's, I would not sit here and go, oh, I can't wait for that 2 or 3% to come in. Mm-hmm. I don't look at war. I don't look, so in turn, because we've done, we've just reduced it down, that's why you got violence, I think, well, and gun violence, and if, if, then we have no family. Yeah, well, if you look at, the life doesn't mean anything anymore. Right. In, in New York City, and in probably other places, but they had what they, they called a knockout game where they thought it was funny where some little teenager can come up to a 98-year-old woman and punch her in the mouth and knock her out, and they're all giddy thinking that's hilarious. Well, now these idiots have gone from that to where people can be standing there waiting to go on a subway, and the second that they start coming in, push them onto the tracks in front of the subway, and that's supposed to be funny. Right. And then people just, life is cheapened. You know, I was thinking, because we have an issue here in Roanoke with gun violence, and we have a gun violence committee, and one of their brilliant ideas is we're going to have a uh, talent show to reduce gun violence. A target shoot? Yes, a target shoot. <laughs> uh, but, Good you know, what, <laughs> what I think, would be, I really think what maybe should be discussed, one, I think you need to bring back the family. I think churches mm-hmm. need to come back. But um, well, the, in the, the end, the government doesn't want the family because no, they don't want if, the family. If if these women have kids without a husband, they get a lot more money than if the husband's there. Absolutely, which is why the divorce rate. Well, plus, what incentive is it for a man to get married now when these women first hate men and they make no bones about it? But then, if you get a divorce, they're going to take everything you got and and think it's funny. Do you think Ronald Reagan passing the no fault divorce was a bad idea? And I know you were probably a no. young child, so you were probably no. What were you ten? No. What were you thirty five? No. But it was, that that was not a bad idea. What is bad is. Uh, the judges that are also anti-male when it comes to families. Why is no-fault divorce a good idea? If these people aren't going to get along, yeah, and they know they're not going to get along, why force them to be there? Why did they get married? Wouldn't they have known that, you think? No, because people are stupid. Now, how many people you know that they meet somebody and then the next week they're running off somewhere? My thing is thirty-two. You, you've all there. You go. <laughs> which, which that probably ends in thirty divorces. But what what I've always advised to people is when you meet someone, you date solid and steady minimum one year before you even consider marriage because people put up fronts. But eventually, they're going to get comfortable, and they're going to let the guard down, and you're going to see the real person. Right. So if you wait 
to see that before you put a ring on their finger, you're a whole lot better off. Right. All right. Let's see. I cannot think of anything else to talk about. Oh, I could talk about a lot of things. Got but that right, Big Daddy. I'm not going to talk about anything because I don't want to expose you on this first podcast you've done with me because I hope you come back for a second one and that way I can expose you then. Okay. So uh, thanks for uh, sitting down with me, talking with me. You can uh, say that, you're Now I'm going to have to go look at some videos of that guy you were talking about so I can be informed next time. Yeah, oh, you better be informed next time, I tell you that. And while you're at it, if you don't mind, everyone listening to this, please go to the Maximum Libertarian YouTube page. Uh, click the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. That'll help us out. Uh, go over to Twitter. Follow us at we are Max Lib, so you can see all of our news and things that we post there. And uh, until next time... Thanks for listening. And Charles, you got anything to say? You didn't tell them to subscribe or smash the like button and all this other crap that everybody always says for, for YouTube. Okay. Hit, hit the bell to get all the notifications. Yeah, well, that, that sounds good. So I guess we're going to go down and uh, we'll sneak up behind people and give them little kisses on the back of the neck. So until next time, I'm Brian. That's Charles. We'll see you later. See you.